Hey there, friends. You're tuned in to the Unconventional Yogi Podcast with yours truly, Colette Marie. How are you feeling out there? I think that some of us have a feeling of discouragement, perhaps anger, frustration with regards to abortion rights in this country. Now, of course, this subject is controversial just on its own because of how folks feel about what that looks like, depending on one's belief of X or Y. And we all hold some sort of belief and we all have a perspective and we all have an opinion regarding uh, pregnancy terminations. And there are judgments, there are accusations, there are all sorts of statements and things that are thrown in the face of those that actually do or have under, undergone a termination of pregnancy or that are in the process of making a decision to do so or are in the process of doing so or feel that it's the right of the woman to do so. Uh, whether or not you feel that you are for or against such things, I think at the end of the day, it really just comes down to the individual's body, right? So when I think of my own personal vessel, this body, this meat suit, my own skin and brain and how I think and feel, I don't want anyone to tell me what to do with it. I certainly would not want laws imposed against what I'm able to do with it because it's mine and I was born into it and one day I will leave from it. So between the time of being born into this world and leaving this world, the only person I feel has a right to govern it is me, not a body of people and not a law or policy that would dictate how I am supposed to perform or be in this world. That includes the color of my skin, right? Because we have had laws that prohibited people of color from riding in the front of the bus or drinking at a water fountain that other non-black people would drink at. See, so these, these are really weird things that have occurred over our timeline in this country. Uh, and so when, when I think about these sorts of laws where a Supreme Court is about to basically set us back <laughs> a few decades or so uh, into a period of time where women had to hide out to get procedures done. Some women have done so in really seedy areas. Some have hurt themselves doing it you know, in ways that it shouldn't have been done without proper medical uh, treatment and intervention. Um, and I, I would hate for any woman to have to go and, you know, seek that kind of thing out. Uh, it disturbs me greatly to consider that. I myself 
have had to make a decision when I was 22. And interestingly enough, looking at some statistical information, the highest rate of pregnancy termination comes from women between the ages of 20 and 24. The second age demographic is between ages 25 and 29. And the ethnicity of those age ranges happen to be black and brown individuals seeking out these this situation for themselves. I was, I am statistical. I'm, I'm a part of that statistic. Being a woman of color at the age of 22, seeking a termination of pregnancy from Planned Parenthood. Now, one might argue or perhaps judge me and call me something terrible and say to me that, you know, I'm this or that. And they're entitled to their feeling and their opinion about that. Um, and I'm entitled to my feeling and my opinion about that. I... I'm looking at my life now and wondering, okay, well, what if I didn't go through that process? What if I decided to, you know, move forward with having a child at 22 without a job, without a home, without family support, without a person in my life, a partner, a husband, somebody, without uh, any education, without any job prospects, without any real skills, what would I be doing? Well, I probably would be living at home with my mother, and there's nothing wrong with that. Women do it all the time with family and young ones. But, you know, I would I don't know what my life would have been like if it would have been harder or, or not as hard, but the, the fact remains, it's not easy to be a single parent, and it's not easy to be a single parent when you don't have any money or a job. And it's really difficult to support oneself and another individual when you don't have things lined up. And so surely I'm, I probably would have been fine. But I am also looking at my life as it is now that it allowed me, that decision allowed me to pursue other things in life and therefore move and learn a new skill, a trade. I learn something that I could then use as a craft for myself for work, so on and so forth. Here I am, 49 years old, and I'm living my best life. Again, that's not to say that I wouldn't have a best life if I had a child. It was just a decision that I I was put in a position to have to make at that time. And I'm fortunate in that there was an ability and a means to be able to follow through on that decision without having to bring harm to my body. Um, I can't speak for other women, but I can say that I, I am probably one that might be a representative of a number of women that feel that they don't want a governing body to dictate what they should do with their own body, regardless of whether people agree with that decision or not. That is not up to anybody else. It's only up to the individual. And and it should remain that way. I don't feel that any other person has that right to say to someone else how they should 
manage themselves with regards to their physical body and their reproduction and their reproductive processes. So with that in mind, I, I worry that our country is in a very strange crossroads with regards to what it might look like 10 to 20 years from now at this moment in time. Of course, it's a moment. And it doesn't mean that it that whatever is going to happen between now and the end of the month or the end of next year that is going to be a permanent thing and that we're all just having to scramble and live a half-life with these rights with these with our rights limited and dictated by a governing body i think that there's definitely room for change and there's definitely room for growth and there's room for learning and i think as a as a populace we all have to really do some soul searching about how we wish to proceed going forward in terms of how we see our lives in this country and with respect to our laws and policies and governing bodies and how we can proactively and positively impact um, these legislative bodies and influence policies for the good and for the betterment of all people in that the rights are equal and across the board, period. There are some people in this country that believe black people still shouldn't vote. There are people in this country that still believe black people shouldn't be able to have a certain kind of financial success as themselves. Look, we live in a very interestingly diverse country in that there are some folks that haven't left their bubble and believe a thing or two or still believe in a way of life that is completely contrary to where we are right now today, where women can work a high-profile, high-paying job, have a great education, earn more than her counterpart. We have people of all sorts of color hues working and contributing to society, all sorts of people between the spectrum of male, female, and we have these wonderful hues of gender where we're all working together, we're all contributing to society, and I think that is like the end game, that it's for everyone. This country is for everyone, and all rights should apply to everyone. Equal rights applied to everyone, period. It's not about religious uh, belief. It's not about someone's upbringing. It's not about where somebody had come from. None of that really matters because at the end of the day, we want as a populace and I want as an individual to be able to live my life the way I see fit in a productive, healthy, positive, impactful, inspired, uh, challenging, a good challenging way where I benefit and the people around me benefit And everybody's winning. That's a scenario that I see. Everyone is winning. Some people may not agree with how I choose to get there, what I had to do to get there, uh, what my my own personal mottos in life are, and that's really not up to them to decide anyway. (sighs) So 
Without going too down, too far down that rabbit hole, allow me to conclude this podcast with the note of we all, women, men, non-binary, transgender, whomever, white, black, brown, every other color hue in between this in between, we all deserve to be able to live a life and live it fully and live it the best way that we possibly can and not have to have our lives governed in an authoritative manner that just hampers our ability to be our best selves. That's just my, that's my two cents. You have tuned in to the Unconventional Yogi Podcast with yours truly, Colette Marie.